Where in the world is it easiest to get rich? That's the question I asked my professor when I studied sociology in the early 90s. Because he was having a lecture about uh, social democracies, Scandinavian welfare state, and he was a classical left-wing sociology professor, and he could not hide his enthusiasm when he talked about these egalitarian societies with no rich people and no poor people. But I, on the other hand, I was writing my master thesis about rich people. <laughs> so, my, uh, when I interviewed my informants from uh, the upper classes, they all said the same thing. Life in Scandinavia is tough. <laughs> we have to work twice as hard to earn money because we have to struggle against... High taxes, strong unions controlling the wages, and a generous welfare state that makes people lazy. As one rich guy told me, uh, he said, they call it a social security net. Well, I call it a hammock. And as every aspiring social scientist, I had started to go native. I started to feel sympathy for these rich people. <laughs> and that's why I raised my hand and asked my professor, well, what if you don't care so much about equality? What if your dream is to become rich? Where in the world should I have been born to become really rich? I still remember the puzzled look on my professor's face. But he answered the best he could, something like, well, if that's your goal in life, you should probably have been born in a society with free markets, low taxes, and minimal government intervention. And he added, if you want to become rich, you should probably not study sociology. <laughs> And that was a good answer, and the best guess we had back then. That is, until I saw that the University of Oslo professor in economy, Kalle Moone, actually had checked the facts. Where in the world it's easiest to get rich? And before I share with you <laughs> where you should go to earn money, we have to define rich. The UN talks about the poverty line. You know, uh, if you earn less than $1 a day, maybe $2 a day. But we have to define the richness line. It's a more fun line, actually. <laughs> and the most reliable report when it comes to rich people, the wealth report, they set the richness line at individuals with net worth more than 30 million U.S. dollars. And in the consultant jargon, these people are called UHNWIs. That is, ultra-high net worth individuals. That's, that guy, by the way, he's, he's not rich, he's just a model. <laughs> Actually, on the lower part of the model. <laughs> part. 
And I saved some money by keeping the watermark there as well. Smart. So, according to the Wealth Report, there are uh, more than 170,000 UHNWIs in the world. And here's the top five list of countries with the most rich people. Number five, China, with more than 8,000, UK, Germany, Japan, and on top, of course, United States, with more than 40,000 rich people. But of course, we're not interested in the absolute numbers here. We are interested in rich people per capita, per million inhabitants. And if we leave out the pure tax havens, like uh, Cyprus and Switzerland, Hong Kong, Singapore, Monaco, who have an artificially huge share of rich people, it turns out that we have on number five, Denmark, with 179 rich people per million inhabitants, Canada, New Zealand, Sweden, and on top, Norway. <laughs> hmm. But where's the US? On place 13. So, what happened to my old professors, you know, social democracies? There are no rich people there. But okay, $30 million, that's just pocket money in a country like the US, where people can get insanely rich. <laughs> I got the watermark again. <laughs> so, let's rise the richness line up from $30 million up to $1 billion dollars. And uh, the, the most uh, reliable source here is the uh, Forbes billionaires list. And according to the Forbes, if we look at billionaires per million inhabitants, on number five, Germany, 1.2 million billionaires. No, 1.2 <laughs> billionaires per million inhabitants. <laughs> United States, 1.7. Norway, 2. Sweden, and on top, Iceland with 3.1. <laughs> with a single billionaire, Thor Björgolson. <laughs> he could have been a model. <laughs> so, but the point is, United States, 1.7. Scandinavia taken as a whole, 2.1. And the big mystery is... How can this be? How can Bernie Sanders' dream societies, these socialist paradises, be such a breeding place for rich people? That's a mystery. And there are two reasons. Reason number one is free education. Social democracies give free higher education to everybody, and cheap student loans, and grants, and we can, that enables more people to use their talents and earn money. We can see this in the social mobility numbers. Imagine all fathers in a society, and we divide them into five groups based on income, from the bottom fifth up to the top fifth. And then we look at their sons, and then divide their income, into five steps, and we see how many sons of the fathers from the bottom income end up on top. 
How many sons goes from rags to riches? If it was perfect social mobility, if uh, talents and opportunities were equally distributed, 20% from the bottom would end up on each of these five ladders. So let's look at the, the numbers for the different countries. In Denmark, they're pretty close to social, perfect social mobility, with 14% goes from rags to riches. In Norway, it's 12, Sweden, 11, United States, 8. Because of free education, there are more self-made men in Scandinavia than in the U.S. And if we look at those sons who don't end up on top, but stay on the bottom, who goes from rags to rags, again, 20% would be perfect mobility. In Denmark, 25% ends up on the, on the bottom. Sweden, a bit more, Norway, look at the United States. This is because education in the United States is very expensive. But the second and most important explanation for Scandinavia being such a breeding place 